Pio Fever Podcast, Episode Four. Can't express. I mean, I you know I've listened listened back to a couple podcasts, and first one I did, I I I listened to the first few seconds, and you could hear my excitement in my voice. I thought the speakers were going to break. It was it was pretty embarrassing. So I've been trying to stay a little bit calm uh, while we introduce our guests, but. This guy, Mike Reese, that I got out here, I think we might break all of your headphones who's listening. This guy's an absolute hoot, 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 <laughs> jokester. One of the guys I looked up to so much as, as a freshman. He was a senior, leading us to a national championship. Mike Reese, how we doing? <laughs> What's up, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm trying to hold in my excitement. I've been looking forward for this podcast for a very, very long time. I got to tell you. I appreciate that. I should have been number one. I don't know what's going on with this whole four thing, but whatever. You know, I'm not going to upplay or downplay anyone, but you can't, you can't, you can't leave all the goods out in front. You know, you got to, you got to drop them in, you know? Yeah, that's smart. Bury the lead. And I think episode four is, is just a perfect, time to just absolutely destroy this just break this thing open break it open <laughs> let's yeah. do it so so yeah but i mean and i mean it's not gonna be hard to do all you gotta do is talk and i just wanted to know wh- what are you up to right now how's everything going how's your life in this time period that we're in dude it is uh it's pretty wild um you know the world of uh insurance and sales i live in a I was in an office with like 600 people and then in a matter of like a day, it was all of a sudden, all right, everyone go work from home. So everyone was working remote and um, yeah. So I miss, I definitely miss like going in and office high fives, dude, get the people going. <laughs> it was like huge for me. Right. And I don't know. It's just not the same to give someone a call. You know, you like to just bust through someone's office. It's like, yeah, I closed the big deal or something like that. Right. Um, so yeah, man, but it's been good. I mean, it's just a new adventure. That's good. And, and I'm sure with all this, everyone's remote. You're probably spending a lot of time on Zoom, right? You probably know everything, the ins and outs of Zoom or what? This is probably- yeah, yes, and, yes and no. I'm more of a bystander on the Zoom calls and I just get like, I'm just in them. And I mean, every Friday for us is pretty much like we have like Zoom happy hours is what people are doing now. Okay. So you have a Zoom happy hour at like starting at three in California. We usually shut down around three o'clock because the weather's nice. Um, and three o'clock Zoom happy hour to four. Then maybe another one after that. So actually, the other week, dude, um, I did. Uh, we did Zoom happy hour and I did karaoke. Oh my god! And I don't know if you saw this on my Instagram. Um, I may not have enough followers for you to tell me, but. <laughs> Oh, but no, but so I got, they made me do karaoke when, which I really wanted to do. And I sang uh, drops to Jupiter by train. You ever heard that song? Of course I've heard that song. Yeah. Epic tune. So I I sang that karaoke and then uh, little that I know is being recorded. And then the CEO of our whole West division. So that's like 1200 employees, most of whom I've never met. Uh, he sent out that video to all 1,200 people. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, tell me more about this karaoke, though. Like, it's just you. You're alone. or are there- Dude, yeah. So my roommate and I, we actually work at the same company. So he was there just, like, hanging out, laughing at me. But um, I dressed up and then turned uh, 
just drops a Jupiter on and then just belted it out, like dancing with my computer. Oh my you God. You can't sing without dancing. That's just the golden rule. Especially karaoke, you know, everyone's like, you don't have that feeling of people actually in the flesh staring at you, but you do know someone's Dude. staring at you. You just can't stand there, you know? Yeah. It was hard figuring out like initial <laughs> feedback. Cause I'm basically just singing into a computer and I'm like, is everyone hating it? Do they, I can't see anyone's faces. So I'm just letting it fly and I had no idea. You think that helped or hurt? You think um, it was good or bad? I don't know. I'm, I, it might've been good. Cause I probably would have got too cocky if I saw like positive reviews and then crumbled. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, it could have been that bad. You know, if, you're, if, if the, Western division is is getting it, you know. Western if it was just really awkward, I doubt anybody would send that out. They should be like, oh, like we shouldn't, we shouldn't send. Yeah, it. no, it was cool. I got some emails from people in like we have an office in Alaska, and I got emails from people in Alaska, like, oh, that was awesome. It's like, oh, cool, wow. thanks. Just brightening people's day, Mike. You know, that's what. Yeah, you know, business as usual. Business as usual, exactly, man. <laughs> exactly. So, so. Actually, I'm not going to lie. I haven't seen that post. Not because I don't follow you. Obviously, I follow you. Love all your posts. But I haven't seen it. And that's going to be the first thing I do after this after this podcast. But um, I'm excited, needless to say. Um, <laughs> so, you, like you said, you're, you're in, the, in the insurance game. I kind of want to backtrack a little bit. Not get to DU yet because that's – that's going to be a big talk, but you, gra- <laughs> you graduate, okay? You graduate, and obviously, like you said, insurance. Did you, did you do any modeling uh, maybe for the San Diego SEALs in, in the intermediate or, or what? what? What happened there? So that actually was after I started working in insurance, and they are actually one of my clients. Uh-huh. and the guy I work with there Josh Gross was like hey like can you come because they were doing the NLL lockout was going on right so they needed and they at this point hadn't had a team to build promo stuff up and get things together from a marketing standpoint so right. they needed bodies to wear jerseys and show up and do this promo video and they didn't have players so they basically called just like random people in San Diego that played the cross um, including me, and I showed up and got to wear a jersey, um, and that was the longest stint I ever had in the NLL. Just <laughs> me on a beach, getting twisted, uh, cradling. It was it was pretty tough. Now, now is it true you were in the ocean in in your full gear? Is that yeah, dude? I almost drowned. What? <laughs> I almost drowned. Basically, I mean, we had full. Dr- full jerseys on and you're laying like floating in the water and they had these camera guys you know obviously filming the ocean so you could see nothing and then they're like now and everyone just gets up <laughs> it was absurd bro <laughs> like, with a helmet on and then everyone would charge towards the camera guy <laughs> like yeah. waddling at him because my jersey's drenched <laughs> it's wild <laughs> I'm wearing like the triple XL. Right. It's probably like 30 pounds on you. Yeah, exactly. My little legs can't handle anything anymore. I sit at a computer all day. Oh, dude, that's great. That's hilarious. I remember seeing that. I was like, wait. First thing, not going to lie. First thing went through my mind. I'm like, Mike's making a comeback. He's coming to the NLL. He's going to go. I was like, it's about time. I've been waiting for this moment. Uh, Really excited for this game. I'm like, wait, why is he in the water? Okay. 
maybe it's some practice to do and some, some like cross training. And then I'm like, Oh yeah. no, he's just modeling. And I was like, all right, Reese, I see you. I yeah. see you, you know, <laughs> makes it business with pleasure. Fellow client turns into a modeling gig, you know, where else does that happen? Exactly. Exactly. It happens in insurance much. No, no. Usually most people bring like a pillow and a blanket to my meetings. So. <laughs> but, but in all seriousness, I'm sure you're enjoying everything. I know we talked a little bit about it, how you're enjoying uh, yeah. post-college and it's been a few years for you now and me too, you know, um, and kind of getting into the insurance game. You've really been enjoying it, right? Yeah, man. It's been fun. It's, uh, it's a good opportunity really just to go out like every 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 company needs insurance right so it's kind of like i just get to go out and meet new people and learn about what they're doing why they got to where they are and all that stuff so it's interesting i, I that's the one thing i miss is being because most of our stuff is just lunches and things of that nature and you can't really do that stuff right now and like random human contact like I'm just around the same people all the time. And I'm like, Oh God, you guys are boring now. Like, <laughs> What do we got? We got to have something new. <laughs> right. Right. No, I'm sure. I'm sure that's probably a struggle for you, man. <laughs> if anyone I know, anyone. I know. <laughs> so that's good. So, and then, so like you talk about that human interaction and things like that. Does that relate any way to the strong culture that we had at DU? Like, is that something that just was you from being a kid or is that something at DU being with the boys? And, uh, you know, obviously we were so tight as a group. Was that something that was built there or that you always had? Yeah, that's a good question. I think um, a lot of it is, you know, I've always loved hanging out with people. And then I think, from a DU perspective, you know, we got to see my freshman year to the time I was a senior, we got to see three different classes of seniors do it and do it in different ways as far as managing the on-field expectations of younger guys as well as the off-field expectations of younger guys, right? So we were able to see the goods and bads of um, all of those things and then kind of figure out what we wanted to do and, and what we thought was going to be best. I think we did a good job with, um, you know, practice wise, just making sure no matter what you did the night before, you had to show up to practice. And if you didn't show up, someone's going to fight you or yell at you. And that's the last thing you want is one of your teammates screaming at you because you're, you're, you know, you're going slow and you're, you're not playing well. So, um, yeah, I think, I think it was a lot of things, but I think a lot of credit goes to the seniors before us to show us the good things and the bad things. And then for us to just make our own decision on, on how we thought um, the best way to lead the team was going to be. Right. Yeah. And I, I, that's huge. You really hit on that. Cause that was something for me too. Like when I was a senior, uh, that was something that was so tough, you know, to be able to balance that. Cause you know, you're in college, you're, you're with the, all the teams, your friends, right. And everybody wants to have fun. Yeah. Everybody wants to be that guy. That's, uh, you know, ruining everyone's good time, you know, uh, but at the same time, we're, we all have to be bought into uh, the success of the team and, and what our goals are on the field. Uh, yeah. Something that, that was a struggle for me, you know, like, and then you get, like you said, you get a group of freshmen that come in and they're maybe some, for some of them, it's their first time away from their parents. 
some of them have this whole ideology of what college is. And, <laughs> and, you know, I think it's a little played up in a lot of movies and songs and things like that. So they, they come in and they think it's a field day. Really, you know, I think the argument could be made, you know, for a lot of people on the outside that don't know, but I think that's why we were so successful. I think that's why at the end of the day, we were champions, you know, because there was that accountability, not only through that hierarchy, if you will, you know, mm -hmm. obviously we're team, but, um, you know, the seniors like that earned that right, like you said. And then the guys that, you know, it, it's different when you have Coach T yelling at you about something you can't do or Coach Brown. But when it's yeah. for your teammates and – you don't want to let them down. It hits different. Right. And it, it's almost more scary in, in a lot of ways, even though we've seen coach T yelling, and it looks pretty scary at some points, but you, yeah. get, you get immune to that. Right. But you never, yeah. when it's your own teammates, it, you really, it really hits, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I loved coach T like getting on guys and getting on me in particular. I enjoyed it. Like it was great as a good motivator. Um, I definitely miss that. That's crazy. Like the, the business world in there, like people are a little more passive aggressive than just to tell you that you're an idiot straight up. Like right. I miss that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. man. Yeah. You're like written all over your face. Just say it. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it seems like you have a problem. Just tell me. Like, yeah. It's, it's going to be okay. I've heard worse. Trust me. <laughs> so let's talk, let's talk a little bit more about the game. So, and, and I want to start out with, Obviously, the national championship, 2015, us taking it all, your senior year, my freshman year. Now, you scored a pretty pivotal goal for us. Uh, <laughs> like, actually, huge. Uh, what would you go, coast to coast, end of the third quarter to make it 6-4 in the semifinals? Um, yeah. So I lied. That wasn't a national championship game. It's a semifinal game. That was the national championship game. Maryland didn't show up. Oh, shots fired. Yo, I hope Rambo heard that next door. He's my roommate. No, that's from my boys. You know, the, the Cooper brothers, they live right across the street from me. Uh, but, yeah, so so that that play, obviously, huge play for us, huge momentum. Yeah. And it is a score all season. So what did you just decide, like, hey, today I'm just going to run down and just bury one? Like, how, how did that – how that go? Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I had uh, – it was kind of crazy. So, like, the – and I've, I've told this story a couple times, probably all the time, and I bring up this video all the time, but whatever. <laughs> I'm awesome. Um, anyways, so the week before we had the Big East, and I uh, was walking in the locker room, and here's my excuse for why I didn't play bad in the Big East tournament. I'm walking into my locker room, like dancing and being weird per usual, and I trip on a bag, like one of the wheels. Right. And like roll my ankle and oh. <laughs> swells up. So I had to tape my ankle up. I'm like, what is going on? And I played terrible, not just because of that. I just played terrible. And then we, we win the Big East. And then we get to uh, Final Four. And I, uh, we had pregame practice. And I felt pretty good. Um, and then we had – we're like, finally, it's time for like the game next day. We're in stretching lines. We had the same stretching line, by the way. That was yeah, awesome. Our, our line was sick. 
Um, but anyways, I'm, and was, yeah, Donnie, yeah, yeah. Um, but so we're, we're, we're doing the big, like, stretch at the end. Everyone's like, you know, your, your static stretch is what it's called. I forgot. Um, but sure. Coach T, you know, how he's, like, walking around and sometimes he talks to guys. Um, comes up to me as I'm stretching and he goes, hey, so are you going to suck today or what? <laughs> <laughs> bro that's what he says to me for the final four i was like oh my god i'm gonna try not to <laughs> i don't know dude like something whatever he did like i he i he always knew how to like get me going i guess but um yeah between that and just um just feeling confident towards the end there i think um you know it's all those things that build up into into the end result it's not like all of a sudden snap i'm you know you're making a big play it's just you know, everything that you've done prior to it that leads up to that opportunity and then just don't mess it up. Don't pass the cans. Right. I like, I like that. Yo, I, I, I don't think I've ever heard. I think I've heard both. Obviously I've, I was there when you scored and I've heard you say that story, but I don't think I ever connected those, you know, like, Hey, you, you got to suck today. And yeah. so like for you, for you mentally, it was kind of like, were you thinking, you know, I'm just going to lay it all out on the line? Or were you thinking, I got nothing no. to lose? Or Yeah, I, I've never really been like that. I've never, I mean, you, you've been with me pregame. Like, I'm not, like, the super intense, like, hardo hitting my stick on my helmet, which, I mean, maybe you weren't implying. But um, I think when he said that, it was just kind of, like, a, even more so. Like, I was already pretty loose, but then it was an even more so, like, yeah, what's the worst that happens? I could suck again. I already sucked last week. Right, so. right, right. <laughs> like the bar is low. Let's just try yeah. not to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> <No>? <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. And, and, yeah, but it, and anyways, it was funny too because like I I don't think when we watched film, like I didn't get chirped that hard during film about how bad I played the week the tournament before. I didn't play great and like that was like the first I was hearing it from the top, you know, that like, Hey, yeah. you sucked last week. <laughs> it's right oh. before the national championship. It was awesome. Yeah, they actually noticed. I thought I got away with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Like I thought I got away with one. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, I hear you. I hear you. No, that that's good. So, and, and I like that point, you know, how, how you spelled it out of, you know, like I, I don't want to say I got nothing to lose, but you know, I'm not going to suck like I did last week. Yeah. You know? And I think a lot of times, uh, especially younger guys or younger college players, you know, they, they stink or they don't play up to their potential and that turns into fear, right? Not yeah. for you, you could say it turned into confidence, right? So where I want to spell this out for someone who's watching, they're listening to this right now, like a college athlete or maybe a person, maybe a player at Denver, current player, like how, what's your mindset in that? situation to say I, I mean you kind of already said it but is there anything more deeper of like you know the bar is low or or you know like here's a challenge I'm gonna accept it or I don't know I'll let you talk I don't know. <laughs> yeah um I think I don't know I think for me there was a lot of like work up to that point of senior year where like you feel that confidence like freshman year sophomore year I remember like vividly I remember everyone telling me like so for my freshman year to paint the picture we had a senior defense that had just graduated all seniors that pretty much like did a great job leading their team to the final four then we come in I'm like oh my god I, 
my team went to the final four and I'm some like nobody kid from California. This is awesome. Uh, <laughs> I lucked out score one for me. Uh, but we went right into starting um, as freshmen and you're just like, Oh my God. And I have no idea what's going on. And, and everyone's kind of telling you what to do, um, how to play and which is great. And I think my freshman sophomore year, I did a lot of like listening and I think that mistake as far as because by the time I was junior and senior and it can be argued that freshman and sophomore those building blocks were laid the foundation to then by junior and senior year be a little more confident but I think um you know it's like you got to this point already if you're a young kid in high school it's like hey you got recruited you're probably pretty good like you're nasty so when you get to school like what's what changes you, yeah, you're playing with older guys, but you played with older guys four years ago, and you did all right. So, so what's the big deal here? And then I think, you know, choosing selective listening to certain things that people say and tell you what to do, because um, there's just an argument to be made for, you know, playing within yourself and finding your like what your play style is going to be, and then how best to fit that into the puzzle piece of the team. Right. I think is huge and. Um, there's definitely some give as far as like, you know, taking notes from others, but then there's also like, Hey, you I'm really good. I'm going to go score a goal here, or I'm going to go take the ball away and having that mindset as well. So um, I think as far as to answer your question of for a younger guy, like, I think just, you just got to show up and just be confident and not worry about, you know, what everyone else is telling you what to do. Like you're here for a reason and just fall out. It's pretty, you know, it's simple when you say it like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All you gotta do is just, yeah, don't suck. Just don't yeah. suck. All you gotta do is don't suck. Hit the buzzer beater in the third period to uh, push <laughs> the national championship. It's hey, and then but then let you know let just to keep the fans engaged. I had to let uh, Perkovic score a couple goals. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, so for anyone that doesn't know what Reese is talking about, uh, Notre Dame comes back. Well, they score. Did they score five goals in like two minutes or six goals or something like six, that? Six. Yeah. Six and Sergio Perkovic had five of them. Yeah, uh, sweet goalie play by Ryan. <laughs> we'll we'll hear we'll hear about that maybe on a coming podcast with uh, <laughs> with the goalie himself. But um, yeah, so it was an intense game as usually they always are with Notre Dame. Uh, yeah, and we end up on top. Uh, Westberg called game, um, but you know I think if that goal doesn't happen in the third, I think that the whole game changes, you know? Bro, yeah, I mean, it was a big goal, but, like, the tide's going to turn after. Like, <laughs> I think we got, like, <laughs> the tide got too high, bro. <laughs> like, maybe we did. Maybe we did. <laughs> like, because it came back. <laughs> yo, yeah, you yo, you hopped up off that turn after you scored that. You're high step. Oh, I touched the sun, I think. I, like, I, I was <laughs> going. <laughs> Oh, my God. I don't even think I made another play after that. That was, that was amazing, man. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, good time. Um, but, yeah, but, but back to back to the other point. I, th- I really liked what you were saying uh, for, like, that younger player. And, uh, like, you know, I always kind of lean on, like, you got to be your own player at the end of the day. Like, there's so much yeah. inspiration from coaches, fellow teammates, uh, inspirational players that are older than you that you watch play. But at the end of the day, like, you got to be your own player. Uh, within that system you know like you mm-hmm. said uh, I think a lot of times it's easy to rely on 
you know, the coach to draw something up for you and let that limit you, you know, let that limit you of, oh, I'm supposed to dodge and pass it, which you are, but don't just dodge to pass it, right? Dodge to go score and then pass it, you know? So you're a threat. Or if you have that shot, take the shot, you know? Yeah. That's why you're out there. Coaches are there to give you those, like, guidelines and everything, um, and that's their job, but, you know, absolutely. Right. always make jokes he's like uh and i don't want to get less in trouble but i'll do it anyways because i'm his friend <laughs> but he'd always make jokes like i don't know what brownies plays are i just get open like you know <laughs> and he scores goals and it's just like that kind of mentality of like yeah like I, i'm good like i know i'm good and i'm gonna score that's that you know that confidence kind of like uh you've been watching the mj uh documentary Dude, I, yeah, I watched the first two. I haven't watched the last one, which I'm pissed about, but I'm going to watch it tonight. It was good. It was good. I think uh, – Rodman, dude. Rodman is my spirit animal, bro. So that, that guy. Rebounds, crazy outfits. I love that. That's me, bro. Dude, so that was the comparison I was going to make. I'm like, yo, you – Dennis Rodman. Yeah, that's, that's you in your last life, man. I mean, Dennis Rodman's still alive, but <laughs> yeah, he, he is. Yeah, but – but you know what I mean, dude. Yeah, just like that energy, that that power, you know, and, and kind of like that thing of, you know, maybe he's got to take 48 hours. Maybe he's got to go for 48 hours, but he'll be back and he'll be ready yeah. to go. <laughs> <You know? laughs> maybe maybe oh he's got to go to Vegas with Carmen Electra, you know, maybe that's got to happen. But yeah. he's, he's going to be getting paid off that board when he gets back. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I can't wait to watch that. That's so true. Uh, gotta do what you gotta do. Oh, wait, the sooner you realize that, the better. Oh wait, I thought you watched because there was two. Dude, no, I haven't seen the Dennis Rodman one, but I oh. know it's about Dennis Rodman. But yeah, I I am on the internet, so I do know what you're talking about. You didn't spoil it for me. I was about to say, wow, <laughs> I thought I just ruined that whole thing for you. Oh, no, man. you're good, bro. <laughs> uh, but no, that was good. And and there's another point. Like actually, this was this was definitely in the first two, but it was you know MJ's talking about how. He was playing in North Carolina, and uh, I forgot. I think it was it was when he scored the game winner in, like, the national championship. I'm pretty sure it was his freshman year. Yeah. And he said, like, in real time, in, like, that monologue, he was like, he was like, that's when I got the confidence to, like, become Michael Jordan. He's like, when I scored that shot, you know? And so it shows that just reiterating that point of like, you got to have that confidence, you know, like you're out on that floor for a reason. Uh, and and kind of how that whole play happened. It was like, no one expected me to take that shot. You know, no one, everyone thought this guy was going to take the shot. And the coach said, pass it to MJ and let him shoot because he's good. He's literally yeah. the greatest of all time, but exactly. he didn't know that then, you know, but he was, he was just putting his best foot forward and balling out. That yeah, like, cool. <laughs> that's what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, man, that's it. But uh, but yeah. So, dude. So, what else? So, what what have you been doing to stay uh kind of busy with everything with obviously COVID nineteen and things like that? Oh, um, so I actually obviously. I actually went um last weekend, and I don't. This is bad. I don't know. Um, I don't really know like the vibe. Everyone's vibe is different on this whole thing. Um. Right. But I went, I did this thing called hip camp. So I went glamping and I stayed in a Mongolian yurt. So in, glamping is like luxurious camping. 
Yes, essentially. So basically just like not in a tent. And I basically like this guy has this big property in what's like 40 minutes east of my house. Um, and those of you that don't know, I live on the beach, not a big deal. Um, and <laughs> oh boy, or no. 40 minutes east and it's called Bonzel. Got this big property and my girlfriend and I went out there and he had like three yurts on the property. Um, and it's like this, this big, like, tent type of deal and we just like stayed there and then he had a pool so we're hanging out at the pool and then also which was awesome he's a uh the lead singer of a kiss cover band in san diego oh my gosh dude he has a full studio so we were like shredding tunes together i was i was singing it was great we had a good time but that's why you're singing drops of jupiter on your no, Drops of Jupiter is for work, but the karaoke is just seems to follow me and it followed me into the weekend, dude. And so that was so that was after? Was that after or before Drops of Jupiter? After, yeah. After. after. Oh, so you were just in that, you were in the vibe. Maybe yeah, dude, for sure. But yeah, yeah, it, it was it was a blast. But yeah, and then outside of that, I mean, I've just been working at home and trying to like not be fat and go for runs and <laughs> my, my roommates getting like all kinds of lifting equipment in the house and stuff so um today's leg day so that's why i'm here with you and not doing <laughs> leg day <laughs> and yeah man just hang it out you want, yeah you want to do the pyro fever podcast on tuesday or wednesday definitely tuesday that, tuesday now, now I tuesday still, will be the day yeah <laughs> tuesday make sure it's at this time too this time yeah too. exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, it was so funny too because my roommate goes Hey, are you lifting with us? I go, ah, sorry, man. I have this like podcast thing I have to do. And then I don't want to like rush down. He goes, it's leg day. You can just tell me. I'm yeah. like, okay, sorry. It's leg day. <laughs> You're right. I scheduled it. I planned it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sue me. Uh, and, and I'm not going to the NFL. I gave up that dream. Right. <laughs> <Your> muscles. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yo, speak about running. So run test 20, 2014. You remember that? Do you remember that? that i didn't pass it yeah but you like just threw up everywhere right after yeah dude i was on a big time um mind over matter kick i know (laughs) no so you know oh my god you just led me into a bear trap i love it (laughs) dude so yeah so like the three times before i passed and crushed it and it was easy and then uh, i was doing like I wasn't lifting as much that off season, like, and by as much, I mean, at all. Um, I wasn't real. I was like going on like minor runs here and there, but you know, if you run at altitude, it basically counts as three runs. So whatever. And I was like, mind over matter. And I remember like talking to John Orson. It was his first year with us. And he had no idea who I was, but I was like, he's like, yeah, you guys been training for the run test. I'm like, nah, but it's just all mental, man. It's all mental. It's all mental. (laughs) Dude, so obviously I'm a freshman, right? So first, yeah. run, you know, Coach T's emailing us like early in the summer about the run test, like. Oh sure. yeah, you're dialed. Yeah, so I'm like freaking. I'm I'm freaking out a little bit, you know. Yeah, like I'm I'm really nervous, and uh, I was I was talking to you before. I remember this so vividly, and you're like, you know, <laughs> man, like I'm like, yo, like, are you ready for this thing? He's like, yeah, you know what, man, like it's mine over matter, like. Uh, yeah, like I was eating Cheetos last night, you know, like I'm just, I'm just going to pull up and crush this thing. And I don't, I'm not sure if I tied for you or something, but like, I was like, I was like, yeah, like, wow. 
wow, that made me feel really good. Probably one of the reasons why I passed, you know, <laughs> I was like, mind over matter. All right. I'm on this train. So then I'm like, oh, I like, I'm, I'm gearing up. I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch Reese just crush this thing. Like no train <laughs> Cheetos the night before. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I had batter too. I had sour cream and cheddar chips. Oh. And, and, and then I drank a Coors Light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. Dude. Like an idiot. <laughs> Threw up. But dude, here's the deal. Um, I had experienced every alleged negative portion of the program of like when you're in trouble. For example, study hall. I was in study hall all the time. And I had never been in fat camp. So it was just my time. And I accepted that. Just, <laughs> and just leaned into it. The experience you know well, yeah exactly right. he's like gotta experience it all man dude no, this, this is great catch it up man and i want to finish with if you had one uh one piece of advice for uh a player either just starting college or maybe a freshman what would you have for him Any- yeah i mean i definitely i, I kind of gave it with the um just the confidence thing and, and talking to that. But I think, you know, I'm full of advice. So uh, <laughs> another piece of advice is I, I think just to, to be present. Um, I don't know what the deal is now with kids and, and phones and stuff. I'm on my phone a ton, but I think the best part and the things you miss the most are the dumbest little things that you do with all the boys like when you're all together well it's just living in the house together or um in the locker room together after a practice after a tough practice even at practice and like all those little things where you know you create those memories because you're really in like present for it um i think that's just that's essential just just to be you know be there and be with the guys and get to know everybody and like learn about these guys' families. Like you're going to play with these guys forever. And then you're going to be friends with them down the road. Hopefully like I still text with Walt and Pat and Wes literally every week. I can't escape them. Like, right. and like, dude, last year, like I was last year, I've saw everyone like three times with, with like Aspen. Then we did the Notre Dame game in orange County and right. then uh, Wooly's wedding in New York. Yeah. That was a blast. Right. But that's the thing, dude, is like, these guys are your best friends and um, you know, you just want to make sure you give that opportunity to become best friends with these guys, learn as much about everybody. And um, that'll only make you kind of stronger for um, playing and as a team. Right. No, I love that, man. You know, obviously like you kind of, you don't remember, you know, every single practice along the way, but those, those little, you know, those little things that happen when you, whether you just come home after practice and just like stupid stuff you guys are doing that stuff. Really? You remember that stuff, man. Like those yeah. memories, you know, Yeah. Um, as well as all the stuff on field, but uh, even some of the other stuff even is, is stronger, you know, stronger bonds, stronger connections, stronger memories, you know? Right. Remember. Yeah. I mean, I only like the game stuff. I only remember because I'm on like ESPN highlights all the time. But besides <laughs> that, but well, the thing I remember is because I make a highlight reel every couple months, but yeah. Yeah. And then I usually like send it to Nick a seller or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of, is Nick a still in, is he in California still or is he in depth? No, dude, he left. Some people can't handle it. I get it. But <laughs> Westberg 
is in San Diego. Yes. And Bergie and I live like 30 minutes away from each other. And we were about to take a middle school team of uh, a middle school team to, you know, the promised land, essentially. We were coaches <laughs> together, bro. It was sick. Oh, my gosh. That was, it was so fun. Was Seventh, eighth grade kids. Like, it was a blast, dude. Oh, that's and, yeah they're like oh Wes and then they're like who's this guy like <laughs> why is this guy celebrating when he scores on the eighth grade goalie during warm-ups like what's <laughs> <nice> deal <laughs> like the other weekend bro like, a couple weeks ago or maybe a month or so it had to be a month because before this all th- this whole thing I'm just like I'm in my my living room like just hanging out getting ready to like mentally prep to go for a run and which takes a bit and all of a sudden I'm just kind of hanging out and I get a text and it says, Hey, you home? And it's Connor Canizero who's in New York. And I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm home. Like, what does that matter to you? Right. All of a sudden, dude, he walks through my door. What? <laughs> yeah. And Kansas is there. I'm like, what are you doing here? He's what? like, him and his like girlfriend went to escape and, uh, they like came to Cardiff because he had such a good time when he like visited on his like remember when he drove across the country so he right. stopped and stayed at my place for a couple days right. and so he just stuck around <laughs> and then um yeah he just shows up at my house because he got an Airbnb down the road from me it was unreal so we had a sweet weekend with cans <laughs> dude that is unbelievable dude That's just doesn't tell me thing to do though just walk in your front door hey you home like yeah exactly I'm like man like you could have told me I would have picked you up from the airport. You were like, you could have stayed at my house, whatever. It was so funny, dude. I'm like, you, you're you probably didn't even have your address. You probably just remembered like the road yeah. looked like. And then you, like, you drove. Yeah, dude. He, he probably used like, a drawn out like that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. He's, he's, he's like, what's, what's the address? He's like, I'll just direct you. <laughs> I got it. Don't worry about it. So I got a good coach T story. This is like one of my favorite ones. Um, my freshman year, and I don't know if I've told you this, you may have heard it, um, but we, so my freshman year, like I said, we had uh, all freshman defensemen, and our defense was, was pretty weak at the time, but our offense was unbelievable. It was Eric Law, Demops, and Mark Matthews, and then Cam Flint, Westberg, and Noble. Right. So it was like, okay, that's, that's good. And it's like, our job, just don't mess this up. Well, we did, but still, <laughs> um, you know, we like – Coach T was coaching the defense with Trevor Tierney. And one day on a Thursday before we flew out somewhere, we had one of those like quick little like pregame Thursday practices, you know? Right. And we were going over because for whatever reason, we got into a bunch of one goal games that year and we were always on the wrong side of them. So we were practicing on the defensive end, double team behind, right? Right. So we had like Carson on one side and then it was basically a tryout for the right side of the double team um and then one of the scout attack guys would try to beat it right so we're doing that a couple times and they kept like the scout guys kept getting past us kept getting past us kept getting past us finally to the point coach t goes this is unbelievable walks over give me that thing takes takes someone's stick gets in the double team with carson cannon and i forget who it was on attack it could have been randy uh but he goes, he goes, go. They go. And whoever goes, tries to go in between, tries to split the double. And Coach 
she comes down with an absolute hammer, takes the ball away, and no goes way. Yeah, dude, takes the ball away, and then absolutely moonsaults the stick, just throws it in the air. See, that's how it's done. It's not that hard. Oh my god, it was unbelievable. Like the best like moment uh, of like him coaching it was so funny dude i like was dying laughing and well like we couldn't really laugh because right. we were freshmen we were kind of like looking around like oh, Can I laugh? <laughs> what just happened yo i never heard that story i've never heard that story oh my god dude it was all time it was all time wow <laughs> No gloves either, just stick. No gloves, nothing. No, dude. And, and yeah, no gloves, nothing. He was in his like his his warriors that he always wears, those shoes. Like yeah. dude, it just Warriors. no tracks on him. <laughs> no tracks it on the shoes. Yeah. Like he I think he just finished like, you know, kicking at the grass a little bit and then he was like, All right, it's time. Let's go. <laughs> I I've love only, it. I've only done this twice in my whole coaching career. <laughs> like this is this is the time I show them that I can ball. Yeah, dude, and he did, bro. Like, it was insane. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> that is phenomenal. That is phenomenal, man. Dude, that is great. Dude, yeah, I think we wrap right there, man. That was oh, unbelievable. Man. That was an unbelievable story. I don't know. Yeah, dude. That's, so I'm going to retell that story like <laughs> I was there and I wasn't there. Yeah, dude, it was sick. It was a good time. <laughs> That's how it's done. <laughs>